0: hey everyone today's episode is brought to you by munchy mug munchy mug is the only spill-proof snack cup made with a stretchy fabric lid you can shake it throw it drop it and it won't spill munchy mug making life a little less messy hey backseaters! welcome to don't make me come back there we are a funny podcast about family look at us Working in, just slowly working in already. That new nickname Nailed for it, the dude. listeners, Nailed backseaters. There's it's it's back <laughs> to back. That's hard to say, it's hard to say back to back, back to back. <laughs> yeah, and this is really the direction that I'm trying to go in my comedy is yep. more puns, mm-hmm. um, more wordplay, yeah, less of a point of view play with more them words. Boy, <laughs> 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 welcome to our podcast. We are a funny podcast about family, yeah. And uh, my name is Dustin Nickerson, I am a stand up comedian and the host of this podcast, mm-hmm. and I am alongside stand-up comedian and producer of this podcast, Stephen English. Hey, <sighs> some would say a harder job producing, but yeah, well, you don't do your job a lot. Like I think the skills would are harder <laughs> of what you do; they're harder. But based on how rarely you do your job, yeah, I can't. I outsource say that. it a lot. <laughs> I outsource quite a bit of this work. What's the company that you tried to, or that you can cameo? Cameo. We're trying to, we're going to just trying to hire famous people to do our intros for us. How much would it cost? Depends, man. Sometimes it's To like, get Chris Kirkpatrick from, <laughs> Chris, Chris yeah. Kirkpatrick to do a 14 minute First intro. You have to him. find the Arby's he works at. Which oh, would be that's difficult. hurtful. <laughs> Why you got to take shots? Zing. Though, like? right, um, Come at me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm at. We have a very fun episode today. Yeah, with uh, the one and only Taylor Tomlinson. A lot of you may know Taylor Tomlinson as a stand-up comedian. She's uh, been on the Tonight Show. She's been on the Conan O'Brien show. She had a Netflix special. I have known Taylor for a long time. Yeah. Taylor and I have been friends for a while and, uh, we came up together. We used to do open mics together and now we do shows together. And, um, we used to do shows together. Now I do shows opening for her periodically. (laughs) Um, Taylor is an absolute unicorn. Uh, she is saved as that in my phone. It's Taylor unicorn Tomlinson with the emoji. (laughs) And Siri says that when I say, Hey Siri, call Taylor Tomlinson. It says, uh, here, let's, I bet it'll do it real quick. Uh, uh, let's. this is it we're gonna this is like prop comedy at this point uh, <laughs> okay, hey Siri uh, call Taylor Tomlinson did you mean Taylor Unicorn Tomlinson see see exactly that's what I oh I just drinking. said see and now it's uh, calling her uh, so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Siri phone. I, yeah, I thought that phone. was a pretty clear but anyways you get the idea <laughs> yeah. that she saved as unicorn uh, she is an unbelievable comedian one of the funniest I've I've Certainly, I've ever heard, and a hundred percent of the ones that I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can give her a follower on all the socials uh, at uh, on Instagram. She is uh, at uh, t Tom Comedy, and on Twitter you can follow her at Taylor Tomlinson. That is T O M T-O-M-L-I-N-S-O-N. you know how to spell Tomlinson. Uh, that's pretty right down the middle. LaDainly. LaDainly. LaDainly and Tomlinson. Yeah. Okay. Spoken like a true San Diegan, right there. <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I, there are episodes where I know people a little bit. There are sometimes that I don't know them at all. This is one that I think it's going to come across uh, that uh, Taylor and I know each other very well. <laughs> it's a very personal one. We talk about family stuff, we talk about comedy, we talk about just the direction of our lives and where we want to go professionally. And personally, it is a it is a really fun episode, and I hope uh, you guys enjoy it. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to hear it when that <laughs> other person edits it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when Chris Kirk- Kirkpatrick edits it's gonna it. It's going to be so nice. He's looking for a lot of work right now. He, you can hire him as an editor. You can... Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy that, and I hope that uh, you guys are going strong uh, into your new year. My new year has been going strong. I've been real busy down at the San Diego Croc Center. Yeah, maintain, I'm doing don't it, gain. Man. Maintain, don't gain. That promotion is over. Uh, I'll hey. handle the ads. Thank you. <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar with the San Diego Croc Center, it is a Enormous, beautiful, fantastic facility in central San Diego. Uh, you can check out their information at sd.croccenter.org. They have all kinds of programs that you can check out there swim lessons, uh, dance, tumbling, ice skating, all kinds of things. Uh, now is the time, though, January, this is the time uh, to check out membership down there. Membership is affordable. They have individual yeah. rates, they have family rates, uh, they have everything that you want out of a, a fitness center uh, and, uh, and a recreational center. They've got uh, three pools. Uh, they've got, if you want to do like a uh, group exercise classes, they have them, they have, uh, you know, pool classes that you can do as well. Uh, and it's, uh, it's got everything that you want. Uh, and, uh, one of the things that attracted us there when we first joined, cause it's in our community, uh, is that sense of community. Uh, you know, you're kind of like, okay, this is more than a gym. This is a community center. This is through the Salvation Army. They're giving a lot back. Also, it is so perfectly geared towards families, yeah. uh, that you can go, uh, you can swim cuz that's the thing you can do in San Diego during the winter warm pools <laughs> let's go and uh and also they have the play care which is uh for up to 2 hours uh you can uh, they'll, they'll watch your kids while you work out yeah. you can uh, find comfort in knowing the entire family is cared for uh, when you sign up for Croc Center membership, uh, because the friendly and well-trained player care attendants, some of which I used to supervise, by the way, uh, some of which I hired. So <laughs> I've got a personal connection there. We'll watch your children for up to two hours while you work out. Perfect. And in January, you're working out. Yeah. Come March, you're probably checking a few emails. Yeah. Maybe you're posting. On... You got to keep that Insta story fresh. You're on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. You want to take... <laughs> do it for the gram. Yo, I'm just going to tell you this. Do they did the not gram. ask to tell us, do it for the gram. <laughs> uh they also have free wi-fi down there hello and i believe the password is jesus saves it was when i worked there i didn't make that password but uh <laughs> jesus underscore saves and uh, you know they i remember in the wi-fi password that they didn't have jesus capitalized and i thought it was a little disrespectful <laughs> uh, i don't uh do you are you a resolutions guy no, no. i'm perfect no i'm living that That's best not life girl you've never gotten this podcast out on time uh okay. I mean yeah. Okay. Touche. I didn't say the podcast was perfect, I said I'm perfect. That's not that's not something I resolved to do though. No. I've seen you not be perfect in a lot of things. Yeah. But you are the perfect level producer for that this you podcast you can afford yeah. exactly i'm not for the hero level. you need i'm the hero you deserve no no one said hero oh. uh, we are so grateful for our sponsor munchie mug uh, because it's a product we actually like hi Kathleen. she's listening uh, and it is a uh, fantastic it's it's a it's 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 bruce springsteen it's born in the usa it's made right here <laughs> it, it wears, has a, a, a where's uh, jeans it has this, with the bandana, the bandana. <laughs> and a rolled up t-shirt it's got an underrated christmas song what's the santa claus is coming to town bruce Springsteen. you don't know that song i, I don't okay, really i couldn't tell you bruce here, springsteen honestly if besides one usa if, if, oliver if and i wanted if i could afford to fire you i would i know the oliver and company songs it's the only bruce springsteen songs i know munchy mug <laughs> is a 100% spill proof cup yep tons of varieties endorsed by bruce springsteen colors uh, that you you know a great sensory experience. It's got the the fabric, two layers of which is fabric. fantastic. Yeah. It's so much better than the plastic ones with the jagged edges. For sure, easy to clean. Yeah. Uh, throw it in the top top rack of that dishwasher. Mm-hmm. BPA free. Tons of varieties. Uh, and for you backseaters, listeners to this podcast, uh, you can go to munchymug.com Yeah, enter promo code Don't Make Me and get twenty five percent off of your order. Plus, it's free shipping. All day, every day. All day, every day that they're working. Yes, I mean, like it probably <laughs> won't ship immediately.
1: Yeah, it, it I don't does. know. I
0: can guarantee you that right there. The, mi- the minute you press uh, uh, submit on that like order, it's the middle of the night, Kathleen a wakes drone, up. A drone comes drone. and picks okay. it up, comes straight to your door. This is the end of civilization right here. And and puts it in your kid's hands, <laughs> right in your kid's hands. Yeah, it actually. And he, and he, the drone, puts some Cheerios in there, and he looks <laughs> at the kid and he says, "Just try to spill it." Yeah, just try. <laughs> No, there's no chance that you're gonna smoke. Not even nary a chance. Uh it is uh <laughs> nary a chance. Uh it's it's been a great start to the year uh for us so far at the podcast. We are so thankful to all of you listeners. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh if you uh do not uh go at, uh already uh if you haven't rated and subscribed, please yeah. do all that stuff. Like you're holding the device that in your hands Just right go, now. boom, Just five star. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, also Taylor has an amazing podcast called Self Helpless mm-hmm. uh, alongside fellow comedians Delaney Fisher and Kelsey Cook, uh, both very funny comedians. So uh, check out her podcast. Give them a rate and review as well. Mm-hmm. And always stay in touch with us, please, as well. Give us, uh, you know, me and... Uh, Steven a follow on Instagram, our personal ones on Twitter. You can find us at don't make me pod. Yeah. Uh, and you can always send, uh, send us emails as well at uh, don't make me come back there. Gmail.com. I think that's all I got. Perfect. Guys enjoy this episode with Taylor. She's the best. Uh, you guys are the best. Everybody's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would expect to get a night. Nice, I should expect a Taylor Tomlinson promotion of this on Twitter for Sure. Maybe on Instagram.
1: We'll see how much I talk about my family. I mean, they the, the other nice thing is my parents don't know what a podcast yeah, is. Like, they don't even listen to music in the car because yeah. they're always on the phone because they're realtors. Yeah. So, for them, I mean... Is
0: your dad, like, is he a Bluetooth guy? He like, is just a Bluetooth deliver- yeah, guy. Totally. Yeah.
1: Total Bluetooth guy. And so they... <laughs> like, I remember I tried to make them i tried to make my dad like mix cds in high school of like stuff he liked like yeah. classical music yeah and he just never listened to it and i was like all right well well
0: he doesn't listen to music in the car just all the time get in the phone get in the car yeah
1: go 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 they're the only both thing he reelers. listens to is uh music that he needs to practice for his quartet
0: oh that's funny i thought you were gonna say like dave ramsey financial piece <laughs> And he seem-
1: only listens to Rich Dad, Poor Dad on audiobook. That's <laughs> that's about it for him. Just on a loop. That's the funny
0: thing about podcasts is I was talking to somebody about this recently where like in the comedian world, like this is a new podcast, and like, oh great. Another podcast. <laughs> that's yeah. what the world needs. That's and 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 there's some reality to that because we live in, you know, the comedy space and then but you talk to like any friend like any normal human like you have a podcast <laughs> you put it out every week yeah who has a podcast that's so cool and then there's another huge part of the population like what is a podcast yeah yeah a lot of people come out to me shows like i want to subscribe to this i was like well open your podcast up like i don't have one i was like yes you do as a matter of fact like how did you know I, was like, I just i just know these things <laughs> That's so, true.
1: Yeah, it is such a weird thing that it's such a huge part of our lives, and I mean, it's got to catch on eventually. I mean, I feel well, like it's podcasts already caught, have on. caught on. Yeah, but I mean, it's got to become more mainstream. Like, yeah, I think than that it is now. I mean, I guess it is. I but. think for
0: every new podcast that launches, some traffic and weather update for local radio gets fired. I think it's yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's just that industry is it. To me, podcasts, and obviously we're all literally on a pod, this couldn't be more preaching to the choir. I we're know. on a podcast talking about how great podcasts are. <laughs> I'm not saying this podcast. I'm saying <laughs> podcast in general. The
1: General, capital like, P, podcast. Yeah, like
0: I can listen to this when I want. Yeah. I don't have to stay tuned. I don't have to sit through. Because the thing that I always listen to is sports radio. Sports radio is like the only radio that I really listen to. And and you know, I'll still listen to those podcasts. And I was like, I have to listen to like four minutes of like divorce attorney for men commercials because yeah. <laughs> that's what's all on them. Yeah. It's like, do you, are you getting a divorce? Do you have ED? Uh, you know, uh, it's and 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 it's like all strip clubs and, and trips to Vegas and sports gambling. I was like, none of this applies to me whatsoever. And yeah. then now on my podcast, they just have to sit through a, a 30 second pitch of Munchie Mug. You don't know.
1: What's Munchy Mug?
0: Listen, they've already heard, on this episode. They've already heard about. Oh, okay, mug. I
1: was trying to set you up.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what's that? Oh, Dustin? tell me
0: about Munchy Mug. <laughs> that would have been well, so
1: organic.
0: It is the best spill-proof. Uh, no, I'm not going to get into that. They've already gotten their money's worth on this episode, <laughs> Munchy Mug. If they want to. Oh, uh, but you, we, 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 we were talking about you know what to discuss on the family things here, and you've talked at length about your family, but you. You want to talk about some some having some babies.
1: I know. I'm having a hard time, man. And you're you're my closest friend that is also a parent. Mm-hmm. Who like should be a parent? You know? Because <laughs> I have it. friends who are like having babies, and I'm like, how's that going to go? Yeah. But you have them, and you've had there's, them for a while. There's people
0: that have kids, and then there's people that are raising a family. Yeah. Those are different things. You know? When, like, you, I have these, and yeah. like, this is what I built. You hear somebody be like, I have a 15 year old. You're like, that's not intimate enough, the way that you speak right. about these things.
1: That's really funny. <laughs> I have a 15 year old versus my son is 15. <laughs> that's completely different. You should do a bit about that. If you don't already, it's like, I have a 15-year-old. It's like how you talk about a car where you're like, I have a Honda Civic. As opposed to like, my Lamborghini needs to be washed once a week.
0: It's the difference of saying my wife and uh, Dylan's mother.
1: Yes! (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) <laughs> that's so true. Like, okay. Oh.
0: These are categorically the same thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so funny. That's it's,
0: that's yeah. exactly. So, like, my age stuff that I'm at right now is I'm dealing with. I talked to a friend today who was like, hey, if you ever need to stay in L.A. No, no. no I called to see if I could stay at their house. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, just so you know, I've been sleeping in the guest room. And I was like, Eesh.
1: Can I sleep in your like, master? <laughs> Is what that? are you what are you
0: saying? Oh. So you're saying the two rooms are occupied, <laughs> noted on all fronts. Is there a couch available? <laughs> but you're that's so that's where I'm at, which is it's sad and hard in its own way.
1: Yeah. Well you are one of those weird people, and I'm sure you've talked about it on this podcast. I don't Thanks know for, for being sure. A listener. I don't listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm too busy talking you off the ledge every day. <laughs> no, that's not a sure joke. Not. That's that's definitely me on the ledge. Uh <laughs> but you started a family and got married super young. Right. And uh word on the street is that doesn't always pan out for everybody. You know, but it's panned out beautifully for you.
0: I think the numbers are about the same whatever age you get married. Are they? I don't know. I'm just I don't think balling. they are. No? I feel like
1: I've read statistics that
0: Well, that seems like an odds thing. Like of course if you get married younger, you're more likely to get a divorce, but that's cuz you have more years before you die. True. So like if you get married in your 50s, odds are pretty good you're going to make it the next 25 years.
1: Right. But, you know, a lot of people, if you're going to get divorced, I don't feel like most people get divorced after 25 years. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the numbers. No, on there's
0: it. a tipping point. I think it is right around there.
1: Around 25? Yeah.
0: There's uh. There's, Not like 10? There's a first seven. And then there's uh-huh. like one around like 12, 13. And then it's north of 25. Those are like the kind of big ones. Really? And the north of 25 is when the kids leave. That's uh, That's what's happening yeah. there. That's now interesting. me and my wife were children when we got married, so like I think like I think we'll be married for like twenty five years when they're in junior high. I don't know, like yeah. the math doesn't line up here, but
1: <laughs> yeah, when your kids leave, you guys are probably gonna have a blast. We'll be in our forties, yeah. Kids I mean, out of the house. My dad was, uh, everybody moved out like a year and a half ago. Like the rest of my sisters moved out, mm-hmm. and he's forty nine now so he's 48 at the time yeah and he they're having a great time and he was like struggling with it before everyone left and then once everyone was gone it was like we're repainting everyone's rooms this is my music room now this is no longer uh your closet it's my golf closet for golf clothes my
0: golf that's what he said
1: he goes this is my golf closet for golf clothes (laughs) It was so fun. I mean, they're having a great time. Like they go out dancing and, and they, they both still work. Go, yeah, they both they work together.
0: I've seen some videos in the Instagram story of going line dancing together.
1: They are in love.
0: And your boo, your new boo went with you to mm-hmm. do this. What a saint.
1: Well, he went with me because uh, we moved in together or we were moving in together. We were, we hadn't moved in together yet, but we were going to move in together. And uh, my parents are not on board for that. And uh, so we were like trying to build up goodwill (laughs) with them where because I'm going to transfer
0: some money into savings. Yeah. He's like,
1: well, we have to tell them. And I was like, do we? And he was like, well, I was like, I just don't want them to form an opinion about you and not like you as a result of this decision that we are making. And he goes, well, let's like spend more time with them so they can get to know me. And Man,
0: Kyle is a way better person than you. I know. And me, for that matter. Way
1: better person than me? Yeah. Why? Both of us. Why me? All of
0: these amazing things that he's saying, we should spend more time with him and build up some goodwill. Mm-hmm. He's like doing the right thing for you and your parents, I which know. is impossible. You I have know. not been able to figure that out yet. That's true. You know what? He's a consultant, is what he is. He's an <laughs> outsider who's able to look at it from 30,000.
1: Yeah. Well, when I finally did tell my dad that we moved in together, he was like, well, what did Kyle think? And I was like, he didn't want me to lie to you guys. I mean, he wouldn't have moved in with me if that were the case. And he goes, but he didn't say, like, I'm not going to move in with you because it would offend your parents. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I said, no. And if he had, I would have broken up with him because that's crazy. (laughs) But that's such a, you know, sort of ask for my daughter ask for permission to marry my daughter like old school yeah. like i respect your parents more than you you i'm I trading think, for property i, I think <laughs> it's like a pretty
0: old school way i of think you at understanding it. that is very helpful and an empathetic understanding a relationship with your dad though like mm. that's what i try and get and i've said this so many times where i'm just more and more want to live my life where i'm less concerned on what people believe and why they believe it so your parents seemingly yeah of course your dad holds those values that's how he was raised and that's the life that he's lived and in some ways, it's almost unreasonable for us to be like, change everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ch- oh, yeah. my views have changed, so your views have changed, too. Yeah. Because then, it, you know, he feels that way, but he's also like, hey, we're doing a family trip to Cancun. You're coming. You know, right. It's not you haven't been exiled.
1: Oh, well, he didn't know before Cancun.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Would Cancun, that have changed I meant
1: to, it? I meant to, no, I don't think it would have, because Thanksgiving was like a week and a half mm. later, and I was kind of like, I hope this doesn't disinvite us <laughs> from Thanksgiving but um yeah they they handled it pretty well but i did well, that's have to because
0: they're have, out dancing and having fun I know all the time, had a great right? time.
1: <laughs> But i did have to have a talk with them and just be like hey like i i know you don't agree with this and i completely understand why you feel that way yeah but i feel differently and i don't i don't want it to affect our relationship
0: was he know? pretty responsive to that
1: uh it was a long conversation and it you know sort of ebbed and flowed and there were peaks and valleys for sure but it's it was a conversation i've been rehearsing for years <laughs> in my head and aloud to others anyone who will listen this um, was
0: in the same way that like your parents had to give you the talk this was this was you giving them the talk kind of yeah this was because yeah. it's a big deal for a parent it's like i can't even imagine a yeah. child coming to me my had adult to come child
1: secular yeah. Come on a second. <laughs> That was some real uh, real churchy. Real churchy uh, joke.
0: That is a word that we only know in the like
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and, you know, and it's it usually was... it's usually used to describe switchfoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Even secular the like switchboard. Seculars switchfoot.
1: like 'em. <laughs> uh Switchfoot is great, by the way. Switchfoot is fantastic. Uh <laughs> this... when I look at the stars, for a, I think a switchfoot.
0: For a secular band, they are amazing. <laughs>
1: A band that might go to hell on a technicality? No.
0: (laughs) I'm sure there's plenty that (laughs) think they are, but.
1: (laughs) That is so funny. Let's not get political.
0: That's some real nitty gritty stuff, though, diving into that stuff with the parents. Like, I've had like four, maybe, in ever, but probably more like one each hard conversation with my parents. Really? Yeah.
1: I feel like that's all I've had with my parents. (laughs) (laughs) It's just hard conversations. I think it's because you're close to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, ultimately, it was. It was really good for us and it, it was uh something that was a long time coming. Yeah. But um it's hard because I have a lot of like you said, like I have a lot of empathy for my dad because he he did his best yeah. to raise a certain person. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways I am that person. Yeah and then in some ways I'm not that person. Right. And I don't have kids yet, but I can only imagine the pain you experience when you watch your kids believe something you don't mm. after you've put in all this work to make sure they do right, believe what you do. So it it, it was once I got to that place and past like being angry mm-hmm. for like feeling like, well, I'm not being accepted for, what you know, I, I can make my own choices. I'm an adult. And once you get past all that and you just go, oh, they just they made me and love me so much Mm. and they want what's best and these are the things that they think are best. That's exactly it, yep. And are best for them and so they just want that for me. And I told them that. I was like, I know everything that you, you... say comes from a place of love mm-hmm. even though it doesn't always feel that way because <laughs> uh, you know parents will say a lot of things out of love it feels that more feel- like shame yeah it feels, feels like
0: horrible. really shameful
1: like you really uh you really messed me up by loving me so hard too uh, much loving too much and uh yeah it just it was it was good it was meaningful and it it's it's been interesting to see how my relationship with my parents has changed as i've gotten to an age where i could see myself having kids Mm -hmm. because now i'm more because i was always on the kid side of things right and now that i'm you know at a point in my life where i'm like oh i could have a kid i could do that i could be a parent anytime i want not to brag, <laughs> I um, was to say
0: that biologically that's been true for like a decade. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not new news.
1: And uh, but now I'm like financially stable and all those <laughs> things where I'm like I could I could have a, person I, could a yeah, I could afford a child. I could afford a child. That's yeah, more yeah. what I mean. Um, emotionally, no, but everything else is pretty intact. <laughs>
0: Nobody can emotionally afford a yeah. child.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just I'm there are so many things about having kids that scare the crap out of me, and that that's one of them is is just that they'll grow up and be so different from me and I won't be able to understand it and I'll take it personally Mm. and uh and that's not even that wouldn't even happen for years and years I mean I should be worried about losing sleep and whatnot but I feel like I text you a lot for relationship and I should clarify: long-term relationship, not every relationship. Have I asked you for advice on? No. Every once in oh. a while, my God, like, am I still making a mistake? You're like, "Yep." Let's yeah. talk about comedy.
0: <laughs> you have to be like six months in before I'll listen. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't. If exactly. this isn't.
1: But uh, but yeah, long-term relationship advice, and then I've I know I've asked you at least in the last couple of weeks about is it like scary being away from your kids all the time on the road? Because I mean. With how much I'm gone and how much you're gone, you're gone even more than I am right now. All right, you don't um, gotta rub it in. I know. Well, sorry, I was trying oh, yeah. to. It's it's more of a compliment. just cue
0: up Cats in the Cradle real quick know, here. Right? Just <laughs> well, I just
1: don't know how you do it. I really don't because it's hard enough for me, and all I have is a boyfriend. Like I haven't, I don't have a family, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, <laughs> I get, so, it's so dramatic.
0: I don't have a family. Well, that's <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah,
1: and uh, I I don't know. I just feel like if I had a kid, it would ruin my career. Right. But you had kids before you had this career. Right. So, I mean, maybe you can't totally help me because (laughs) I'll never have kids before I have my career.
0: Listen, I think that I've already helped. I mean, (laughs) in the sense that, you know, you've asked uh, relationship advice and you ended up with Kyle, who's a peach of a human. So I get at least. 25% credit for that. <laughs> uh and uh I think I texted you me and Melissa are going to get real sloppy at your wedding yeah. <laughs> cuz that's so our you're style. Like kind of our style that's, so what you guys do yeah, at weddings. kind of our style. You know, you get uh married folk away from their kids for a wedding cuz a wedding is such a built-in party. Yeah. It's just like hey, everything's here, especially like when the hotel or whatever is there too. You're like or nearby or like all right, this is But anyways, the um I, You and I were talking about this earlier uh, about, to me, you know, the road or travel. Because the road is not unique to comedy. Lot, lots of jobs work the road. Yeah. Pilots work the road. Salesmen work the road. Right. You know, uh, truck drivers work the road. Um, firemen are gone three days at a time. You yeah. know, everybody especially anymore when you live in a world that is more and more going the way of self-employed or, it, it, or there are plenty of people that don't work the road that work 60, 70 hour a week. So I think that, um, first off, I think that the idea of that like nine to five, you know, leave it to beaver stuff, like dad comes home, like in clocks, a, it, like that's a myth. I don't I, I don't know. I know a couple people that were raised in that, but not many. And I know very few families that operate like that where, dad goes and does this or mom isn't working or dad doesn't work these unconventional hours or works two or three jobs because, you know, it's expensive out there. Yeah. But I think that, <clears throat> you know, um either what the road can do, it, it won't ruin a family. It'll exasperate its problems. Mm-hmm. So if your marriage is struggling with communication or intimacy or whatever it may be, like that's just – you know, that's only going to get exasperated by being apart. And I think the same thing that goes with parenting and that that if there are certain flaws and struggles that you have as a parent, or there are certain issues that your children are dealing with that demand a lot of attention or, you know, or relationship strains between you and a parent, because I think as your kids get older, that becomes reality of like sometimes just you and your kid don't get along or they mm. they hate you or you hate whatever that kind of stuff that's exasperated by the road so mm. that's not a direct answer but i do think that some people look at like my life and what your life will become and go like i can't believe they do that and you're like yeah i don't know it's it, sometimes it's it, it, not to be not to simplify things but like sometimes it's like Hey, Dad's leaving, and he'll be back in a few days. And then I get back, and everybody's happy to see me, and I'm happy to be home. Yeah, and it doesn't mean it wasn't challenging while I was gone. But I think that some of it is my children are like kind of used to it. Like, and children are really flexible. Like, just like, oh yeah, you know, this is what Dad does. Dad isn't
1: that hard for you? Like, I would be so heartbroken on I think, the road. I
0: think the hardest order goes Melissa, me, then the kids, yeah. as far as emotions go. Because the kids are like, hey, dad might make our thing and he might not. Mm -hmm. You know, but also, like, in this era of childhood, like, there are a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not one pageant at the end of the year. There's like 11 pageants. (laughs) And dad made six of them. And you know what? Like, that's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because even if I was home, I'd probably try to get out of a few of them. So (laughs) you can only go to so many pageants.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. But you think it's harder on Melissa than it is on you?
0: Well, I think it's hardest on Melissa because. you know the actual grind of running everything is harder than what i do mm. you know which is like flying sucks and travel sucks but comedy's not that demanding if you know once we kind of know how to do it yeah. you know it's not like there's a lot of wrestling and emotion and you know doing the sets and it's really it's the traveling we've talked about this all the time it's actually the a comedian gets the most or the least amount of sleep in a day yes. i sleep I'll never sleep 8 hours. Mm-hmm. I will sleep less than 4 or more than 8. That's yes. like this is the this is the window. There's no 6 to 8 hour nights. Yeah. So you know, plus like technology makes it easier. Like you, fa- I Facetime my kids a lot. You know, we're touching base. You know, I'm texting with them all the time. But I think it's hardest for her, and then emotionally, yeah, it's hard for me. You know, there's there's plenty of sad drives through Tulsa. Yeah. You know, when the wrong song on the radio. comes
1: Oh on. no! Well, doesn't it mess with you? Because this is this is what messes with me about being on the road. And again, I don't have kids to resent, um, <laughs> but I find other ways. Is just feeling like everybody else is living their lives back at home and you're kind of like i mean you're working but it's not your life like your life is back here so when i'm on the road i feel like a different person Mm. sometimes i just feel like it's not like i'm in work mode it's like there are times i feel like i get home and i'm like oh my gosh who was i for the last three days (laughs) because i was just in survival very existential yeah it really is like like you said driving through tulsa at two in the morning going like is everyone just asleep right now yeah. while I'm awake and it's, depressed? It's like
0: where am I? It's who am I? Yes. It's why am I? Yeah. <laughs> why well, like...
1: aren't I a cartoon?
0: Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. am I a cartoon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, and then we do see so many of
0: those day naps, and day naps are the weirdest dreamings and stuff, and you work up and you're like, what is happening? Where am I? Why? Day naps
1: are not okay. Do Does... you have nightmares on the road?
0: Oh, Tara, all the time. All the time? Yeah, but really? I have them at home too, so. So
1: do I. Okay, yeah. what do you do about it? do you just deal with it
0: Uh, yeah i just go back to bed after i wake up how long
1: have you had nightmares
0: uh probably my whole life
1: okay yeah so do you just get used to that because it's really messing with (laughs) me
0: i'm not a single woman by myself on the road that's true yeah mine are pretty gnarly yeah i think are yours like a lot of my my well they've actually been changing recently like a lot of them were more over the years like more like mythical based i can't think like horror movie based like scary like ghosts and stuff like that and a lot of those times i can like practically reason myself out of those but like i feel like are your fears like more real oh no they're real yeah like someone's in your hotel room type stuff
1: yes like i wake up from a dream that took place in a ho in the hotel room i fell asleep right so you like wake up in the nightmare just like with the person who was attacking you removed but you're like oh but my brain used the person i saw in the lobby earlier goodness you know what i mean it's like that bad or like i have a lot of dreams where you know something bad will happen to my parent like my parents will die or my sisters will disappear or they'll get murdered or like yeah stuff like that or like i have weird ones where like you know kyle or really anyone i've dated like with cheating on me or ones i've had with kyle that are really weird which i think is just my brain not letting me be happy is uh i'll have dreams that he just becomes a totally different person mm. either personality wise or physically or both interesting which is very strange but it's just like it it'll just like it's a
0: nightmare that kyle will get fat that's no a, that's it's not that's no not fat
1: I'm not ugly <laughs> just a different person yeah but he's insisting he's kyle or it's him as him but he's just like he just is like oh no Mm. everything we're like yeah we were together but like that was i was lying well you go
0: to therapy and stuff Do you? what do they say about the dreams Oh, i've never talked to anyone about my dreams. so really i mean i've like friends share but like i've never i don't i don't don't have a therapist or anything
1: well i started well you started
0: off doing like tinder therapy
1: i did yeah i did talk space which is (laughs) well no because i did i did therapy when i was really young when my mom died um how old were you when i was eight and then i was in like three different types of therapy for the next year really yeah i went to the school therapist i went to like a hospice support group for Mm -hmm. kids and then i went to uh this woman who did it out of like she had turned like a little apartment building to her office and she just let me like play games and stuff and i'm sure she was whatever analyzing right. me the whole time but she just like was oh. like "Well, oh, let's play in the sandbox and i'm just like okay little... the cheetah died and she's like yeah that makes sense
0: no the cheetah's mom died the yeah. cheetah is alone Whoa, <laughs> whoa taylor it's a little dark how old are you taylor. eight
1: Jeez. um that's
0: it. and then how long until your dad remarried
1: uh about 10 months okay 10 months that's later. pretty quick it is quick well the way he met her was my stepmom uh worked with my dad's mother in real estate they worked oh. with my grandma and at the same office so she heard about our family she heard that my mom was really sick mm-hmm. and it's you know that church mentality of like oh well we're gonna you know people were bringing us dinner and like yeah. donating money to the hospital bills and stuff yeah it's not um, all so bad taylor what it's not all so bad church no, no, stuff no, it's nice <laughs> and uh and she she just like sent us money i guess i i've never asked how much but um, that shouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but she did. She did. She just like gave us money. Yeah, like, oh, and we'd never hundred. met her. And my dad called her after my mom died because we were in Southern California visiting family. Mm-hmm. And he said like, you know, and there were a couple other people he called too. But he was like, you know, I just wanted to like. Take you out to dinner, have you meet my girls? Like, say thank you. For... I don't know
0: if you've heard, but I am single. Yeah,
1: no one was like that at <laughs> all. But she took it that way. She was like, "Oh, I'm engaged," and he was like, "I'm not trying to hit on you." Like, I buried my wife six days ago. Like, what is wrong with you? He, we didn't bury her; she was cremated. Oh, gosh, but damn. um, but I don't want to be inaccurate, but uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for the clarification. Yeah, everyone I just want to like... make sure everyone knows. Um, very environmentally uh, savvy. <laughs> Uh, but they just like started talking and I guess she wasn't, her relationship wasn't going great. And he was like, well, you know, you deserve to be happy cause you're obviously a really good person and you guys should see a therapist or something. Mm. And, uh, I don't know if she called him a few weeks later or he called her, but like a month later her engagement was off and they started talking on the phone Wow! and, uh, they just, you know, they fell in love and. And so that's around the time
0: that you... That was the first time you started seeing a therapist, though. You were eight.
1: Yes. And then I saw one in high school. And then I... What was that about? I was just real, real depressed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just real bad. Got real bad in high school. Um, And that was also... I started seeing a therapist. And then after I started seeing a therapist, I started doing stand-up. So it was all when I was 16. Did
0: they encourage you to? Um, Was that like a... To do stand-up? Yeah. No,
1: that was all my dad trying to hang out with me. Which might. In part, I've never asked him, but maybe in part was in reaction to how depressed I was um, and just like wanting to keep an eye on me or something. Your dad's but. coming
0: across as a real winner in this episode, real so far. My dad is? Yeah. yeah, no, He's doing great. He's encouraging you to pursue your dreams. He's just yeah, long-suffering, caring for the family, yeah. but, you know, it has got issues like everyone. <laughs> uh, so you you're in high school, you're feeling pretty low, and that's right around when you start comedy, too.
1: Yeah, and then I started comedy, and once I started comedy, it was like oh, I found the thing I'm supposed to do. Like, yeah. this is the thing that's going to fix it. And it did for a while. And then you'd have, you know, you'd have dips, but it was never as bad yeah. as it was in high school. And then, like, just in the last few years, and, I've again, I've always had nightmares also because um, mm. I have a lot of anxiety since I was a little kid, but uh, they got, like, really, really bad and really vivid and, like, being on the road and, like, waking up crying and, like, not being able to figure out if I'm dreaming. Just real bad. Mm. And so then I started seeing... Somebody on an app, like the Talkspace app, because I just was on the road too much. And I was like, I right. can't see anyone in person. And then just recently, like in the last month, I started seeing someone in person here. Yeah. Um, and she's great. And so she, your original question, I think, was what she says about yeah. the dreams. The last, I mean, I've only had like four sessions with her so far. And we talked about it last time. And she was like, Well, I'm noticing in all the dreams you described, like there's just a feeling of helplessness and like a lack of control. You know, where mm-hmm. you don't know what happened to your family. You feel like your partner's lying to you. Uh, you know, you are being attacked on the road. Like, it just all seems to stem from, like, being really afraid of mm. being helpless and not knowing what to do. So, I don't know. I mean, I I would love to figure out how to make it stop uh, as it is. If I go to sleep with, like, a podcast in my headphones and I do, I like, have, like, a... a a weed pen that's for sleep it's like labeled sleep mm-hmm. if i do that or i do like a small blueberry edible that's been the only thing that worked and i've never smoked recreationally i only started using those two things i need to for sleep yeah sleep yeah and i it's the only things that work it's
0: interesting that the podcast helps to me because like to me mine's the opposite like i'm like i don't want content mm-hmm. like i want me and someone explained that to me right like sleep is not an on off switch you're winding down mm-hmm. and so you know that's why they say things like you know get off your phone your bedtime right. turn off the tv like you're you're slowly headed to bed you're yeah. headed to sleep your body needs to kind of shut down slowly yeah. um so if i'm taking in context especially when i'm sleeping it's was like that's that that is almost like a trigger yeah. and i think that's part of the reason that if i have more vivid dreams nightmares or even normal dreams they're more likely to happen like if i take a nap because mm. my mind has been pretty actively engaged for a few hours mm, and and that's what's right because it's all happening in the subconscious like so so it's all yeah. just like but i don't know i've read stuff on like analyzing dreams and to me it just feels like grasping like i was like this Even, even, you know, like your therapist, I'm like, sure, that checks out. But then like, you know, like I can do that in some of my dreams, you know, like uh, and then like I had, that's funny, we bring this up. So I had a dream this morning. So I got up and I took my daughter to school and I had to do a little work. I was like, hey, but I got a late night. I got spots tonight. I'm going to take a nap. And I had a crazy dream of there was... Uh, like a creeper like kind of person like headed towards my house but it wasn't my actual house but it was where we lived in the dream and it was in a cul-de-sac and they kind of passed me and I realized they were headed towards my house and I was like and then so I intervened and this person like shot me in the shoulder or something but then I held him down and they got arrested or something and then and then I'm the, not to get all the details of the dream but you know this proves how vivid these dreams are that person got arrested and then i was like oh then i realized there was a second shooter and at the same time as i realized that i got shot again and then but i didn't die but i was like oh these people were coming to kill my family
1: oh my gosh. never in
0: my life have i had a dream like that at all like just really? totally random so you can do that and then like two nights ago i had a dream about like going down a slip and slide i was like what is none of these that sounds great yeah
1: but yours are saying most of the time are weird they're not as obvious as someone's coming to kill my family they
0: check out in my brain in the sense that they are all over the place which is where my brain is but i think your brain gets a little more singularly focused yes on like Hey, someone's coming to kill me, and I was like, "Hey, someone might be coming to kill me, but also spiders. <laughs> yeah. Also, I gotta but get these Christmas. Spiders. I gotta get these Christmas lights up. I gotta, and, you know, I'm bouncing around a lot.
1: Yeah, no, my mine are all mostly around one theme, and then you know, you'll have like real vivid, terrible ones about you know being assaulted yeah. and things. But
0: and you're and you're like, hey, let's throw a baby into this mix,
1: right? <laughs> Oh, I can gosh.
0: see how this would lead to some anxiety about throwing a child into the mix, though. Yeah. Like, am I going to be a bad mom? What's going to happen to this kid? You know, like. Yeah. Uh, you know, I
1: had a dream. I I had a weird one that could because most of my dreams I was going to say, I don't feel the need to analyze. I'm not. I'm like, OK, I know what that was about. I'm a, I'm worried that something's going to happen to my sisters while I'm away from them. Right. That's not hard to analyze. But like I had one. And that's one, reasonable
0: because bad stuff happens. Like, yeah. We have bad imaginations because like because like the news exists exactly yeah because there are but that's the thing i
1: can't reason i can't wake up and go well your dad's never gonna get cancer it's like well my mom did like you know it happens like you can't you can't go well that'll never happen you just go that probably won't happen You're doing everything you can, so that's the toughest part about it. I did have a dream that was weird in the last couple weeks. You know, the weirdest place to have dreams is on airplanes. Like Mm. when you have a nightmare on an airplane, you wake up and you're just like, "Oh, there were all these people here while I was (laughs) in that horror space. (laughs) Nobody helped me." What
0: was happening on my face when this is happening? Was I sweating? Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah,
1: but I had a dream that I was trying to parallel park in between a car. That is a nightmare. That is (laughs) between a car and a motorcycle. Uh. And then the motorcycle drove off and then another motorcycle was like almost crashed into my car, Mm. but then didn't. It stopped just short of that. And then I was trying to pull out of the spot, but there was like three babies (laughs) clustered around the back tire. (laughs) And so I couldn't move the car because there were just these babies like a diaper commercial just crawling around you the, know how babies wheel.
0: crawl behind cars <laughs> yeah,
1: but i told threes. Kyle and he goes well babies are holding you back babe oh and I was like, that's
0: hilarious
1: No, know maybe i've just been looking at a lot of them on instagram but it, it he <laughs> did feel like that where i was like oh clearly i could the car is my career and the motorcycle is my uh declining mental health <laughs> crashing into it and the babies are keeping it from going anywhere <laughs> so that makes sense to me that's like a fun dream to analyze it's not yeah.
0: like <laughs> as long as you don't like have a dream and then make a religion on it you know no, like, oh, you're like, yeah, you're no. like you're like you're like like it being like don't overanalyze this thing yeah. like this this is a weird thing and the subconscious is crazy yes it's the same idea i think part of the reason that comedians get frustrated like where do you get your material like i don't know yeah i don't know i just think about things and then this happens and that's the same reason that i'd have weird dreams
1: yeah yeah, because sometimes you do have dreams where you're like, no idea where that came no, from. and it didn't mean anything. Didn't no. mean anything. And this, obviously, my brain just used, you know, like when you were in middle school and you had a dream about someone you've never talked to. Right. And then you went the next day and you're like, oh, I hope they don't know. And it's like your brain just do they used know? a face Was this like saw? a Star
0: Wars thing where our brains connected, like yeah. Kylo and Rey? Like, <laughs> how did, did they know that I know about them? That's funny. I think that the dreams, and and, and maybe this is true of your anxiety as well, it's the same thing that we're saying in the relationships is the road just makes them worse. Yes. Because it's not like, you know, when you're home, you still have some anxiety things and when you you have some bad dreams, but, you know, being by yourself in the road in a different environment, don't you feel like that just kind of elevate them. it oh, exasperates totally.
1: them well everything you read online about how to sleep better is we like, have no chance have a routine <laughs> go to bed at the same time every it's night like make your room a sanctuary yes every... <laughs> don't do anything but sleep in your bed and i'm like i'm in a new bed every night yep trying to not imagine bed bugs crawling on me yeah. like i'm i can't you know like my therapist came in this week she's adorable with a list of things to do to help you sleep and i was like yep tried guided meditations i have lavender mist i bring my own pillowcase when i'm traveling like i've yeah. brought boyfriend's t-shirts with me on the road like she suggested that she suggested like that you're like, a com- dog yeah
0: like hey take a whiff of it yeah
1: <laughs> it just makes you sadder i gonna um, say
0: i don't i don't want any of that
1: yeah no it makes it so much worse even thinking don't you have like those weird like it's almost like a physical reaction of those shocks of like when you think about being home or like do you ever like think about your kids hugging you when you're alone in a hotel i room? try like, not you just to just go like <laughs> oh. like you just have like a huh like it makes it so much harder oh if absolutely you had a whatever that smelled like your kids love yeah that would be I'm good so sad
0: no i don't want any part of that yeah i just act like they don't exist
1: i know you told me that every time you're on the road <laughs> you're like what kids i'm like your That's, kids at home up. and you're I've like don't talk that. about home <laughs> i have no home I'm it does a help me to get
0: into work mode as soon as like, like i get to the airport and i'm like okay do some social media stuff and then get on the airplane and get the wi-fi and just crank this stuff out and i have to all my to-do list is It's always labeled whatever my next trip is. So if I'm going to Arizona, it's like, this is the Arizona to-do list. Mm. So I just like any project that doesn't have to be done right away, I'm like, do this on the road, do this on the road, do this on the road. So I try and maximize that time. But the sleep thing, I'll read those articles and I'll be like, so I just don't sleep. That's what my life is. I just won't get to be a good sleeper. Because I was thinking about this, like in November, I slept in... My bed. I slept in like four or five different hotels. I slept at an Airbnb. I slept at a friend's house. I slept on a bus. I slept on a plane. I slept like I slept on an uh, airport floor. Like I don't what. There's no no. There's no. There's no lavender that's gonna (laughs) fix this. (laughs) I just sleep mask that's gonna make
1: me not be in baggage claim. Yeah, which (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's uh oh. The airport sleeps are the worst because they're so loud and there's so much happening. But
1: Yeah, and you are that's how you know you really need to sleep. Yeah. I've D- gotten better about it. On I got a whole row to myself on the way back from New York yeah. this week. And, and that's
0: when like, you're like, is- I'm going to start doing church shows again. God is real. He, <laughs> God just, is real. He, it's he, happening. He just provided for He me. just
1: really, that was just manna from heaven, this row. Uh, well, the
0: funny thing is like with the baby stuff, like that's your biology, right? Yes. You're like, and so there is part of you that can objectively be like hey babies it'd be very hard i don't know if this is the right time but your body your body's like yo we got to start making some babies let's go
1: i know that's why i say on stage i go like my brain's like i have goals and my body's like i'm empty like every day and it is hard like i've i have openly wept looking at baby pictures (laughs) of babies i don't know dustin and i I, just
0: any generic baby
1: yeah it is a it is a force stronger than me yeah and (laughs) i the sometimes it really feels like that's what i'm supposed to be doing right now i'm not supposed to be doing this but it'll ebb and flow probably with my hormones sure and uh and when it ebbs as opposed to flows i go oh no i don't want to have kids (sighs) a a different word than flows you're right i'm sorry (laughs) i just whatever when it ebbs and
0: I think it, I think when it flows is when you're like, that's really, that, the, ironically, that's yeah. when the baby, like, let's go. It's game yeah. time. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's just... I, yeah, I don't know. The, it's the hard because the, sc- all, yeah. the, all the logical parts of my brain are going, you travel too much, you'd have to get really successful first. Yeah. Which, you know, you've told me, this was really good advice that you gave me a few weeks ago where you said, you know, you're not you're never going to get to a place where you're just like perfectly ready to yeah. have kids like you just have them and you figure it out you just want them enough you have them and then you figure it out Yeah
0: it's it's good to get to a place where you're bringing them into a good situation Right yeah you know but like you know if you're not then that kids probably just going to be even cooler cuz yeah. you know it's all the kids that had bad childhoods <laughs> that are true. great
1: Yeah Oh yeah I love hearing like famous people talk about that about how their kids Have it so much better than them. What
0: famous person though is raising a great kid? Nobody.
1: I know, because their kids don't have to deal with anything. That's the
0: thing. You got to get that kid. I mean, you're you're right there, fame wise. It's about to tip over the edge before you. Won't do this podcast. Are you talking to me? Yeah, and so like you got to have that kid now, because like my kids will be normal because I'm not famous.
1: Oh. But if I was
0: famous, they'd be like, eh, "This is a different lifestyle."
1: Oh, that's a good point. Now
0: they're just like, "Oh, we get to stay at Dad's Courtyard Marriott <laughs> for two <laughs> days. There's and, a pool in and Palmdale. And Fantastic! It's <laughs> Dad's gonna go headline this pie shop." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that I've thought about that, but at the same time, like I'm 25. I thought I would when I was younger. I thought I would have kids by the time I was 25. And then I got to a place where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have kids. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have them till I'm in my mid-30s. And now I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold out that long. Well,
0: that's yeah. <laughs> Tell, oh, yeah, because you, your brain objectively was like, we should wait. and Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have a baby, then have a baby. You're doing okay money-wise. Oh, no, you, I don't want
1: to do it right now.
0: Well, I mean, that's what I'm not I saying. I will never get famous if I I'm I'm ruin you to my pregnant. body. Yeah, I'm not asking <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's but the other thing that sucks about you can being in entertainment. a great special,
0: Allie Wong specials. Holy smoke. But
1: she was also like the skinniest pregnant lady I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. Like,
0: and funny. Well, yes. Yeah, people make one like, of her as like, no, Allie, she's funny, not pregnant. But too. like
1: when she had the baby, she probably went out the next day and everybody was like, you've never had a baby. <laughs> you know, like the, the horrible I you were thing. Pregnant. Weren't you pregnant? Yeah. The horrible thing about being a woman in entertainment is that you do have to think about it where yeah. you're like, oh, that's going to like tear up my body that's gonna like make it really hard for me to travel yeah really emotional Um,
0: meanwhile i'm over here just like you know what's great about getting older is how i get better looking
1: (laughs) (laughs) i hate guys (laughs) men have it so easy i know women are just like well better get famous enough to ride my younger fame (laughs) through my old decrepit years (laughs) better better joan rivers at early (laughs) before i'm a joke and then again a legend but it's like it's <laughs> yeah but that's like what happened like do you did you watch oh, her I documentary know. i know
0: man i mean not that uh, that I'm was not. because she
1: had a kid but
0: do you think i'm gonna point counterpoint this with you right now yeah, that's and i'm true. like you absolutely can't. not There's, say um, whatever you want taylor and i agree
1: back into a corner well you
0: know what man we do have it hard sometimes
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have to hold the baby.
0: Sometimes um, there are a, a lot of other men, and we have to compete with them. Oh, really? That's your hardship. All right, take it easy. There's too and many there's straight so white many... males. There's yeah, two...
1: let's. Oh, you mean career wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant dating wise, and I was like, there's more women I've to compete. I've never. With. I don't date yeah well that's true you just found that's the one. one
0: thing i can't offer is someone's like relationship advice like that's i true, can't yeah. like when you're in a relationship i'm like hey here's some keys to making it work yes as far as finding the person i'm useless. you got as nothing a boy, you have to find your soulmate in high school
1: yeah well first you have <laughs> oh, to be sorry. 15 you're
0: out of high school i got nothing for you <laughs> i got nothing you for joke you about that no, that's funny. Would you quit trying to make these an a bit, I'm sorry. And we can just have but a like, normal gets, conversation? But like,
1: who gets that other one about Dylan's mom? Are we gonna divvy that up? No, after? that's my joke. That's I wrote your that. joke yeah, for and sure. This is yeah. my podcast is... <laughs> that dozens listen to. Well, then do you should do that one too that I just said.
0: Would you just let me organically come up with material okay, I'm sorry. and maybe something to. can just be good on the podcast? Okay,
1: well, I'm sorry. I I don't trust you to clip this out. I don't think it's gonna go <laughs> viral on Instagram. Okay, I now want you're just you to being I'm trying to make money so that you can feed your kids. Listen,
0: I'm just trying to get to be able to. Swipe up <laughs> to the link as opposed to link in bio. That's all. That's all I'm trying to do. John uh, texted me that. John John Christie's like, dude, what are you John doing? Who? Chris, uh, oh. link in bio. What are you doing? Nobody. He's like, no, hit swipe up. And I sent him the link. I was like, of like this is how you get this. I was like, you're just being hurtful now. Ah! You're just reminding me of my lack of success.
1: That was a joke, everybody. I know who John Christ yeah, is, I know by the know. way. John Christ uh, is what just... everybody calls him. He's yeah.
0: not secular. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is very in tune with the lord
0: uh (laughs) i think that you when you i love when you talk about having babies because i don't the only person there's plenty of people in the world that i don't relate to but the person who's like i don't want to have children i'm like we just tick differently yeah and i think i'm like we ran in i ran into somebody i hadn't seen in a while yesterday and they told me they had their first baby and i bought them a drink because i'm like i'm so pro people having kids Mm -hmm. and like in healthy environments and healthy relationships. And that's because I see my kids go to school and go to their little league things and see their pageants and enjoy their, and, and make up games with them on the trampoline and we have fun. And yes, like there's so many hardships in parenting, but like it's the hardest and best thing in the whole world.
1: Right. Which is unanimously what everybody says about children.
0: And I think that's true of relationships too. Like, marriage like marriages and relationships are the hardest and best things ever because it's so easy to like so easy to have a bad relationship that's like our more natural state you think like i think so lisa i'm naturally cynical and mean and not i don't want to get along with people
1: oh me too but being in a bad relationship is so hard no it's it's
0: hard when it's happening but i mean it's easy to make happen oh i think a good relationship is hard to make happen
1: oh to like find somebody you,
0: like and to make you two be compatible yeah. because you have to make yourself change
1: oh yeah that's you have true. to do
0: so i get up today me and my wife go to your show last night at mm-hmm. conan and friends at the wilbur where you actually will turn where you absolutely crushed and we get home late and the sitter's there and we're like hey let's go to bed and i get up this morning and don't want to get up and then i do the dishes all right now this is making me look good every <laughs> part of me does not want to do the dishes yeah but it's and so it's easier for me to go back to sleep and have a bad relationship with my wife that day. And right. she wouldn't even been that mad. This was me. It's much harder for me, like, hey, be a different person than you are, Dustin, mm-hmm. and go do those dishes. And yeah. dishes are always the example. But, that's, yeah. you know, does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, it's it's hard work to have a good relationship.
1: Yes, absolutely. That being said, I mean, I don't know. And this is part of why I love being in a relationship. I don't like dating. And I think I'll be... A pretty good mom and i'll really enjoy it because i like trying really hard like i like putting <laughs> yeah. a lot of effort into yeah. things and being able to see results and i feel like you really do get to see results yeah within you know you're not always with your career but most of the time in a relationship i mean it's just so it's so easy when you really break it down like just doing the dishes like yeah you don't want to yeah. but how easy is it to just go do the dishes and then you're like oh i took care of my wife today for me it's very hard oh is it, is it hard? okay well never mind but like you know what i'm saying is you know what to do
0: the, you this, know? it's easy to know what to do yes but, but like when it. you are very close to somebody you are your best and your worst for them right so like you know how to hurt each
1: other that's true you but know with your career i'm saying as opposed to a relationship a career you can you don't always know what to do or you can know what to do and it doesn't work. Yeah. But with a relationship if you're That's communicating a good correctly, especially our careers. Yes. I'm I I was talking
0: to Don Friesen today. We had a phone call and as I was driving up here and we were talking about there he goes, comedy is full. I always use the term impossibly hard to navigate decisions. Yes. And he said, "I've had a career Of making decisions based on fifty-one percent, like I'm fifty-one percent sure this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that doesn't change." You're a thirty-year guy, Don. Like you're a lifer. You're a working pro who has the credits and headlines, the clubs and crushes. We've we've seen it. And I was like, "That doesn't stop." I don't want that to. But you're right. That's not that way in relationships. In relationships. More often than not, you know the right thing to do. And usually, if the relationship is healthy, if you do the wrong thing, but you were trying to do the right thing, there's usually grace. It's when you look at somebody and you... Just like you know, like I can say the most hurtful things to Melissa, right? And her to me because we've been vulnerable because
1: you knew each other as teens, yeah.
0: Well, and we've just shared and those are when you're most yeah. insecure, <laughs> yeah. If you can just keep liking somebody after being a teen, you just <laughs> what was that like old Mulaney joke where he's like, Remember when you're 12 and you're like, if anybody looks at me, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, and I think everybody's still insecure about what they were insecure about in high school and middle school. Like, yes. Even if it's not true about you anymore, like if people tell me that I'm not funny, I'm like, "Well, you're wrong." Yeah. Um, but if people are like, "You're not pretty," then I'm yeah. like, "Well, that's been the case since I was 11." Like, <laughs> it's just like this deep-rooted yeah. thing. What was the that movie that came of.
0: out with Kevin Hart and the Rock, which narrows it down to about 200 um,
1: movies. Oh, Jumanji.
0: No, that's not the one. About them being in high school and then they grow up. Was it the Central Intelligence one? It's it's harder. There was one there in high school. Oh, I think
1: it was Central Intelligence. And the
0: Rock was fat. Yes. And then Kevin Hart was cool. And then they switch roles later on. I watched it on a plane once. And I remember watching that that. going. Yeah, that's where you watch that. (laughs) I remember going, this is real for both of them. Mm -hmm. Like, if I don't. If you don't think The Rock has some insecurities about high school, like he has all the followers and the fans in the world. But I bet there are four people who he went to high school with who thought he was lame that he still has nightmares about.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'll tell you.
0: I'll show you. Look at me. I'm going to make this whole career and be the coolest person alive. And it's all because Isaac said something crappy to him in <laughs> biology one day about his ears being too big.
1: Do you think The Rock was fat as a kid?
0: I don't know, but I'm sure he had insecurities because he's a human.
1: Yeah you know i just like people better when they were fat as a kid (laughs) like across the board if i find out someone was a fat kid or like that's why i still like throwback thursday flashback friday because if someone posts a picture of them and they were unfortunate looking when they were younger i'm like you you can do whatever you want as far as i'm concerned. that's very
0: satisfying i would say only more satisfying is seeing the good-looking friend from high school that got fat and you're like yeah yeah we're getting
1: some perspective aren't we (laughs) isn't that great yeah (laughs) Oh, how the tables have turned. I
0: can't think of any better way to end this podcast than thinking about <laughs> us celebrating our friends from high school that were good-looking that got fat. And you know how that happened? Kids. So oh, there you go. Oh,
1: I know. though that's the thing, though, right? <laughs> but not everyone. Some, no, 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 I no. mean, some people really just go into high gear after they have a kid, and they're like, I'm in better shape than I ever have
0: been. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Uh, it seems unfair. Yeah. But I like that when when dads talk about like you know they put on the dad new dad weight what do they call it like sympathy weight or something because like
1: oh yeah sympathy weight well
0: the dad bod thing and that is a new bit where i'm like to me if you're a father and you don't have a dad bod then like you're a bad father Ah, you know that's (laughs) like like you don't have time for both of these things yeah that's very true if your muscles are not neglected your children are like there's just no way uh to do Melissa's both of like
1: them. a runner isn't she
0: Melissa was a runner in college uh she's ran at Seattle Pacific she was like a cross-country star in oh, high school wow. and everything and she still runs a little but she's like a group x ex- instructor now like at right. the rec center that we work at so she's like ripped now she's, yeah, yeah she's
1: teeny tiny yeah when but I she's actually last night, I, was like, I mean not oh to gosh. get
0: to break down into my wife's talking about my wife's body but like oh yeah she now, was, everybody don't listen to this part. she was skinnier when she ran right now she's like muscles like as far as like you know she's
1: so she, small like, i can't yeah. imagine her being any smaller yeah, she
0: would kick your butt yeah uh, that was, okay, such well, a stupid thing. i'm gonna sick my She'll wife kick kick my butt. ripped mama yeah. sick
1: my ripped wife on you yeah <laughs>
0: she does like a lot of like not like crossfit because she's not a loser uh ah! she's not basic uh she does like Les mills body pump classes and stuff and what's that it's uh, it's another exercise fad
1: that's okay. less well,
0: lame than CrossFit, less grunting.
1: Look, you know what? The point is, you guys are great parents, you have a beautiful relationship, and you're both in good shape. You know,
0: honestly- You're that's, living the dream, you guys. <laughs> I was thinking about today about how I'm in that shape that you don't get commented on one way or the other. Ah! You know what I mean? And like that's fine. I'll take that as a I, that
1: that's how I feel about myself too. I'm just like, oh
0: yeah. cool. Nobody would look at, yeah. at me and be like Dustin's in good shape, but they'd never be like, Dustin's kind of in bad shape. They'd be like, he's he's a human. He exists. <laughs> he has a body. I think
1: that's being in shape though everything, when people don't think about it too much. Yeah, like,
0: everything is equally proportioned.
1: <laughs> I think I think there's I think there is bad shape and they're super ripped and then just in between is like nobody thinks about it
0: there's just a there's just a just a there's middle just like, section oh, good shape. of love but handles. they don't think about it unless yeah. you're
1: talking about yeah. working out yeah but that that in shape is yeah. such is like the biggest gray area yeah no
0: you want to be able to be like like listen i can do 10 pull-ups but i also have love handles you know what i mean yeah. like that's where i'm gonna ah. live until my kids are out of the house and probably even more so cuz you then.
1: love them you're a good dad well
0: i don't know when you say i'm a good parent and you're good to me i'm like the verdict is not out yet we don't know yet my kids are not raised but that's my why you know you're raised. a good
1: parent because bad parents go i'm a great parent <laughs> yeah. you know usually do a courtroom but you <laughs> You're like, you're like, I don't know if I'm a good parent. I'm just doing my best, which is like the same as anyone in this business where you're like, oh, they're really good at what they do. And they go, you know, we're all just trying. And you go, that's why you're good. I feel like
0: a fraud. Yeah. I feel like, well, that's because you see, you don't. Some of that's even just a personality thing of, like, I can think about all the ways that I'm a bad parent, mm. which there's plenty of them. You know, yeah. I can be short with them. I can be impatient with them. I can yell at them. I can, you know, like... Uh, and
1: I've never witnessed any of that. I don't put it on Yeah, the thing I always think about is that time that we were on the phone and you were talking to, I think, your youngest, mm-hmm. and you had no... You didn't have, like, a parent voice on. <laughs> you just taught... You went seamlessly from talking to me to talking to your youngest child. You were just like... Yeah, no, I'm uh I'm going to put in a veils for that thing. Hold on. Uh would you like a lunchable? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to All right. Yeah, there you go. And it was so funny to me just that you had no like there was no like, "Hey, hon, do you want to?" You didn't yeah. like condescend. You weren't talking down to the kid. You weren't like, "This is my kid. Voice this is my phone voice." You're just like, yeah, no, my kid's a human being, maybe and I'm going to treat them like such. I
0: talk to children." That's true. Maybe, maybe, that's... maybe that's it. <laughs> It's funny that you've noticed that because Zoltan wrote a whole bit about that Zoltan, uh, who's been on the podcast and is a mutual comedian friend of ours. In about the how you talk to your kids. Yeah, he wrote a bit about how like he'll say it when I feature for him, well he'd be like, I know Dustin's a good dad because he doesn't do the dad voice and he oh. does that bit where he gets down to kids and he's like, Are we sharing? Are we sharing? Are we let li- no? Are we sharing? <laughs> like- that
1: is so funny. Much- I tried to do a joke about that after I heard that phone conversation. Yeah. But it didn't go that great. I did it like three times and it was, <laughs> but it was just like i was like i have like, how friends could... who talk to their kids like they're people yeah and they're not like, but i that's... think some
0: people might hear that i was like um uh, maybe you should talk to them like their children on behalf of them being children
1: oh i think my the joke that i did was kind of like like would you like a lunchable all right i'll circle back in 20 minutes see how you're doing <laughs> and uh let, by the way maybe you can give me some notes on how you'd like to be raised yeah. like just very respectful and like like yeah. taking them at because i think the way i was raised at least was like my dad didn't he was suspicious of everything mm-hmm. that we did or didn't do and he did not respect us mm. and i think that's an old school way of parenting and sure. now like this new school of parenting is like no, you respect your kids you let them blossom instead of shaping them yeah. and they unfold you discover them you don't make them and like that's not what i was brought up yeah. with so when i see you know younger parents like you guys being so patient and you know yeah that's what i do when you're
0: on the phone Uh, (laughs) i mean it's mixed because like if you're not stern with your kids like you're also a bad parent like Mm. and there there are times and i tell my kids this a lot like i'm very rarely i won't yell right away Mm. i don't get mad right away yeah but i will get mad when i have to keep saying the same thing over and over and over and usually what i tell them is like i don't give you arbitrary rules (laughs) Use the word arbitrary. They're smart kids. Uh, (laughs) I give you rules like to help you. Yeah. But not like just help your personality be a certain way, but like to help you be safe. Yeah. To help you do well in this world. Like this is why you can't play video games all day. And this is why you don't have a phone because you have kids your age who are getting sent away to programs because they have social media addiction. And I'm like, well, we'll, how about we just hold out on the phone for a little bit and you feel weird for a while. I'm okay.
1: Programs for social media. Yeah, we talked
0: to a friend about that recently. Yeah, it's like it's a real thing, man. I mean, how could you not think about how often we're on it and we're. Oh, I
1: know, but there's programs. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where they
1: just go to the woods and like detox. Yeah, I
0: think they ride horses and stuff, and you know.
1: That is. crazy and
0: probably so necessary
1: oh yeah i'm it, gonna do some research on that i want to do a bit about that yeah crazy. <laughs> you,
0: this is your addiction every
1: line every line that dustin says i'm like you, you, you gonna do that okay you keep that? well
0: that you got something to do between now and the next time we do this podcast that's time we're over Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody.